0: All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening, as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is June twenty second, twenty twenty three, in week two twenty nine. If you're new around here, welcome to join the midst of the storm. This is a program where we like to do. Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. If you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about this book and what book you may ask. Of course, we are talking about the Bible, most important book. And all of the history of time. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, we pray that you guys get something out of it.
1: Thank you, Mel. As we always do, let us go into a word of prayer. You guys need to join in with us. We encourage you to do so. Gracious Lord, thank you for blessings. Lord, we thank you for how you kept us, how you washed over us, Lord, how you Uh, continue to bring us back to our right minds, Lord. At so many points of our lives, uh, we've strayed away from your teachings. We've strayed away from your that you uh, told us to do, Lord. But we thank you for helping us to uh, feel the conviction, helping us to feel that uh, we've strayed away, helping us to feel that we were wrong and that we needed to return home. So Lord, we thank you for being a good father, uh, a father towards uh, your children. And we run away from you Um, but Lord we thank you for accepting us yet again time and time again you've accepted us you've put up with uh, a lot of our foolishness and so Lord we thank you first and foremost Lord we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life Lord continually remind us that there is to have joy in the midst of every storm Lord we're praying for the Bible study tonight that your word will go forth that we would all decrease and only you would increase. Lord, we're praying that uh, a light would shine within us, that someone would see our life and someone would see that, uh, that you still reign supreme, that our God Almighty, and that you do have people in this world who are sincerely trying to live for you. So Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your righteous name, Jesus, amen. Amen. So we're going to get right to it. Uh, we're coming from the book of Revelation tonight. 22, to start it off, Revelation 22 and verse 7. We are talking about this book. Um, I I really wanted to look at this tonight because I recognize that as educated people, as, as people, uh, We like to learn things and we like to become things. Uh, um, And we use books for that. Uh, I know growing up in school, I did not want to read any books. It doesn't matter. It did not matter which book you picked up at Dr. Seuss, uh, Green Eggs and Ham. It doesn't matter. I didn't want to read any of those books. Harry Potter, but you can keep them all. Lord of the Rings, you can keep every book. However, it was only until it took me probably twenty plus years I recognize the importance of books, uh, the importance of education and learning. and you don't have to only receive education in a formal school, in a formal setting. Um education, look you can you can become more and more educated from your bed, you know so much time. Looking at our cell phones, so much time looking at a computer screen or um, just some type of electronic an iPad, uh, some type of tablet. We spend so much time looking at those things, but hardly uh, a time we are not becoming more educated. Boy, educated, and you might ask, what am I talking about being educated? I'm not talking about um. Becoming educated to become a doctor. Now if that is your goal. Uh, that's something God called you to do. I mean, just being educated, period. Educated overall. Because we all are planning to live. That's our hope. That's our desire is to live. And so you can just educate yourself on different things in life. You know, uh, we want to save money. You can use your phone to find ways. How can I save more money? You know, uh, we can use our phone to educate us on what type of meals you might want to eat a little healthier. What type of meals can help you? Even if you don't desire to, to eat healthier, look, you can just look up different meal plans and recipes. Somebody will walk you through. Every step on YouTube, they'll, they'll print out uh, the recipes for you, list it out for There's so much education. See, from our cell phones, from all the resources that we have. And so. Something that I began to learn over the course of time is that books educate us. Now, again, you do you do not just have to use a book. Can use your cell phone um, or some type of uh, electronic, as many people uh, whoever watches this video or listens to this on one of our podcast platforms, we're coming from the same, we're coming from a book. This educational resource is coming from a book. You know, we call this Bible study. This is to educate us. To enlighten us. The the Bible tells us the scriptures are able to make us wise. See, we want wisdom. We want to know how to apply the knowledge that we learn. You know, uh, I heard someone tell me, uh, (laughs) they said they, they know the world's most useless information. And they were proud to tell me that. For a ton of useless facts, useless information. You know, now me personally, now whatever somebody wants, that's that's their that's their business, that's their decision. But me, Melvin, I want some useful information. <laughs> Most information in the world, but I want it to be useful. I don't want to be uh <laughs> full of purposeless uh, uh, information that has no purpose, information that will not help anyone. You know, so every now and then you talk to them uh, and they reply something silly. You, you're you like, you know, what does that have to do with this situation? What does that have to do with what we're talking about? You know, that's how I feel about useless information. You know, what does it have to do with anything? so... I, I pray and, and, and ask God to do something that will cause a benefit, will cause progress, uh, will, will produce something, you know, that, that's what we want out of life. And so we're talking about this book tonight uh, because I know many people out there in uh, the same way that I've been for many years of my life not really being that concerned with books. And now you don't, you do not have to be uh, a book scholar. You don't have to uh, read a, a one book a week or one book. a week. I'm talking about just any book in general. I'm not asking you to become some type of scholar and you're participating in spelling bees and all of those things. I'm not looking for that. But what I am asking you to just give a little to is this book, the Word of God. This book, because this book will truly transform your life. Books are powerful. I remember hearing uh, my preacher say that one time he talked about just how powerful books are. You know, that way. But he began to talk about how books. The reason a lawyer becomes a lawyer is because they study law books. And that book makes them a lawyer. They know the law because they have gotten in some type of. The books are what make doctors. Because they study these books, they then become a master of that thing. See, books are so powerful. If we know the laws, it's so to actually know these books so that we won't get things misconstrued, twisted, upside down, so that we can be successful in life. So books, they're extremely important. I, I, I've listened to uh, many good musicians, and I hear a lot of them talk about the books that they study to learn music, anything you want to learn, study some books. If you want to become uh, an electrician, study some books, whatever it is that you're seeking, some books. Study it. Use your resources. Use your time wisely. Instead of us using our phone all the time for fun things, and I'm not against fun things watching a a, a a fun TV show. I guess that. But something educational us so much further. If we use these resources that we have, so we're talking about the books. It can make you a lawyer. It can make you a doctor. It can make you an electrician. It can make you a musician. Whatever it is, these books can do it. As long as you get in the book. To learning. You stick to the process. You know, this book that we're dealing with tonight, this is the most popular book in the world. And what's even more incredible is that most of us have some form of fashion, whether it's on the nightstand, on the dresser, uh, under the table, on the couch. We have one and we don't actually put it to use most of the time. We have one. This book is so powerful. It's so powerful. And so if we would actually take the time to find out what's in this book, I understand so many of us, we say, well, I don't understand what it's talking about. A lot of times I read it and I can't pronounce this word. I totally get it. Look at There's so many words I look at. Uh, Something I I recently started doing, and and it took me all of this time to start doing that. But something I recently decided I wanted to do is that when I find a word, uh, certain words. Now, I'm not telling you I do this every single time I see a word. Certain words that I say, all right, I'm going, I've started a dictionary. And so... I put the word, I I get the word, I'm doing it in my phone. But anyways, I get the word written down. And I'll note different scriptures. I I won't that these words might be used in, but I'll, I'll reference where the scripture is. And then I'll go and look at several places where this word is used so that I can get a better idea of what it might. Notice I said the word might what it might be talking about. So I get a good understanding of it. Once I feel I've gotten a good understanding, I then put that, that definition down. And so I'm creating a dictionary of these words that we're looking at and we're saying, I don't understand it. Look, Tony doesn't either. So many words I do not understand. By the grace of God, by and by, over time, God is helping me and I'm telling you, he will do the same thing for you. He will educate you. But God wants you to come to school, to his school. It is free of charge. You don't have pay for it. It might cost you some time. It might cost you some prayer. These are things we need to be given to God anyways. It will not cost you any money. You can get one of these books for free. Look, I, I guarantee you, if you say, I don't have a Bible because I can't afford one, I guarantee you, someone out there will give you one. If you've got a cell phone, you can download one for free. This book, the most powerful book out there. in so many ways. So I want to look at some things tonight pertaining to this book. Now, there's many. There's philosophy books. There's social study books. There's history books. But I want to talk about this book because that we find in other books are true and some might not be. But now in this book, this is the one book. This is the one book that everything in here is true. You don't have to worry about now if you if you are not sure. Put it to the test. That's the same thing I did many years ago because I'm a very skeptical person. I'm very uh, analytical. I'm going to observe. I don't like being lied to. and So when I read this. I'm looking to find out, is this really true? I'm just like you. I want to know, is it really true or is this made up? And So many years ago, I set out to find out, was it true? And I found it was. Let's pick it up, Melvin, Revelation 22. And let's start at verse
0: six, if I want, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. hmm And I, John, saw these things and heard them. Now, he says, Behold,
1: quickly, God now telling us he's coming. And my God, Lord Jesus, if you cannot see the signs around you, there's so many things going on in this world right now. I'll get into a few of them happening in the world around us. It is time for God's people to get in this book. Look, look, people talked about, uh, I've heard people talk about how they want some relevant things, how they want some things uh, that that are beneficial, that are useful. This book is the most useful resource you have but we're turning this book down every day. We don't know what's in this book, and that's the problem. You know, if we don't know the law, it's hard for you to uh, stand up for your rights when you don't know the laws. You know, if I get out and drive, and the speed limit uh, is 55, but I'm out here driving 80, and I don't know what the speed limit is, I'm now going to be held accountable. I'm hurting myself by not knowing the rules, the regulations, the laws. So many times we get in trouble, even uh, during tax time. So many people get uh, in trouble with different things because we simply don't understand the rules. We don't understand the ways. Of which we can save money. God knows I don't know many other ways that we can save money to fill out when we're filing taxes, when we're doing so many basic life things. See, that's why to continue to become educated on these things, to use our resources. But you know what? So many times I've spent so much time I've spent in my life watching TV, watching funny things on TV, it's good. I mean, it makes you smile, it's so pleasant. But you know what? When it comes down to some life skills, I will be lacking. Because I'm putting way more time into those things. There's some things to help me succeed I found out, I've got to get in this book. He said, behold, I come quickly, blessed. Don't we want to be blessed? Do, don't we want to be blessed? You know, I listened to a song. Uh, a preacher sing out. In fact, I know it was a preacher singing. The song said, it won't be long from now. It won't be long from now. You know? God's got a blessing for us. There's another song. He has a blessing for us, and it won't be long from now. If, that's a big end, if we get in this book, if we keep his sayings in this book. This book is the book that's really important. Look, this book triumphs every book. I, I look, I live in the United States, I love the United States. The United States is we can talk about all of the horrible things that have happened in the past and God knows there have been many but as a whole overall i thank god for living in the united states where we have access to all the things that we have access to where we have uh, even even right now even though might, the economy might be down we still have the best economy in the world living in the united states so I'm thankful to God that my mind to get me in this book. I'm hoping and praying somebody would have a desire to learn what is this book really about? See, it's about more than what we have heard. There's so much that we hear and it causes us to not dive into this book to find out what it really talks about, uh, we we did a, a series in the Monday Bible studies on business, on finances, on money. Uh, we did that series uh, some weeks back. There's so much. It does not only teach us how to be physically saved, excuse me, spiritually saved, which includes our physical too, but it also teaches us about money. It also teaches us about How to Live, it it even talks about paying taxes. There's so much in this book. Hey, The value of education, the value of everything that makes us successful in life, this book will teach us. Look, as as parents, as um, older generations in the world, we give our children so many books. Why not give them this one? I know we say, well, it's hard to read. They're doing a lot of other things that are hard to do. We're doing a lot of hard things in life. But there's so many parents, and I'm not saying it's bad that we're doing hard things. Look, there are parents that their kids are going to football practices. i, I seen one video. <laughs> I've seen a video now I'm smiling about it, but it it really was sad. I would have been a really upset father if this happened to me. Did not want to go to the football practice. Now, I don't know if his father was making him go or not. I don't know what the situation was. But this child not only put one tire, not only did did he slash one tire, he cut two. Two tires, he stuck a in two tired on oh, video. He's recording the video himself because he didn't want to go to football practice. And look, I've been in football practices, <laughs> they're hard. <laughs> when these guys start hitting you going 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, maybe even 10, look, it's, it's hard. When you're out there bleeding and sprained ankles and broken ankles and broken fingers, look, it's hard. It's hard. It's far easier to call them to sit down and say, hey, read this. You can sit down and read it with them. will unlock so much for us. I've got to move. I've got to move. Run over really quickly. Let's pick up Joshua. I, I have to hit this verse, but I really want to go to some other places. But Really quickly, in the book of Joshua, chapter one and verse eight, Joshua
0: chapter one and verse eight this book let's see what it says this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night mm-hmm. that, that thou mayest observe to do according qu- that is written therein this book
1: God talking to Joshua here but you know what he's speaking to us what he said he said, look Meditate on this. You know, people uh, oftentimes talk about meditation. What do we meditate on? What is it that we're meditating on? If we're not meditating on this book, then our meditation is all for nothing. This is the book. He said, look, don't turn to the right or to the left. Meditate on this day night. This is this should be a daily thing, but this is the reason why I try to always be in some Bible study. This is the reason why I'm continually trying to learn more and more about the Word of God because this is what God told us to do. Be in this book. Sometimes I hear, I've, I've heard people talk about how they wish uh, Different sporting events, and different football games, and basketball games and soccer and baseball and whatever else, you know, whatever it is that we love, you know, we in general as people, whatever it is that we love, we want to do it every day. We want to watch that show every day. We want to listen to this song every look. I know when I hear a new song and you really love it, look, you'll listen to it five times back to back. Now I know I will. <laughs> and over tomorrow you'll wake up first song you're listening to it after a while it might fade away a little but you want it every day whatever type of food we like we're trying to get it even if we don't eat it every day we want it every week every couple we 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 desire though this is what god is looking for out of this book. He said you should be meditating on it. You should be thinking about it. See, that meditation, the reason he's wanting us to continually think about it. One reason, so we can learn what these things mean. See, he, God knows we, a lot of things that we read in this book. So he, he said meditate on it day and night. He will open your understanding. He will help you. It won't be long from now that God will pour out blessings upon you What causes me to be thankful. That's what causes me to be joyous because I understand God has something in store for me because I'm trying my best to keep the sayings in this book. I want to be blessed. This is a problem. do we realize God promised you that you would be blessed. If we aren't sure about it, all we have to do is get in this book, learn what he says, and, and actually do it. Jesus told the people in one place, he said, you do ye do error, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. This is the, this is the reason we have a lot of problems in life. Now, some problems we're going to have regardless. Do not misunderstand me. Some problems we're bringing upon ourselves because we do not know. Just as I gave you the example earlier, if I'm out driving 80 miles an hour, but it's a 55 mile per hour speed limit. And then as soon as the officer pulls us over, the first thing we do is get upset. I didn't do nothing Isn't this us? This how we are. We break rules. And when we get in trouble, we feel somebody's picking on us. I think I I know I heard my dad say that. Talking about how he would fail tests in class. And uh, quizzes, pop quizzes in class. And then when he fails, (laughs) and the grades get sent home to his mother, he would tell his mother, look, that teacher's picking on me. This is what we do. We try to turn it on the other person when it's our fault. It's really our fault. If we would just line up and do what God tells us, learn the guidelines, learn what he's looking for from us. God said we'll be blessed. He will bless us. He would open the windows of heaven. He will open it and pour out. You know, when something is poured out, look, there, there's been times where uh, you try to pour out, uh, you can even have a pitcher of water, a pitcher of tea, whatever it is, sweet tea. I know people love sweet tea. You can have a pitcher of sweet tea and you're trying to pour it out in your cup and every once in a while you pour out a little too much. It comes out a little bit faster than what you realize. You at the, the wording that God, he said he would pour it out. My God. A blessing that's pouring out? He said you will not have room to receive. So much is coming, is coming so fast. You would not have room to even receive it. God that we serve, if you would just get in this book, He's not asking you to be a scholar, to be the smartest person in the world. To, to—he's not asking for any of that, any of those things. He's just asking for somebody who's humble enough, who's willing to give, to to be focused, to listen, to be uh, intentional about learning. Learning what's in this book doesn't mean you'll know everything. If we knew everything, we'd be God. We don't know everything, but we can know something. So let's get in this book. Now, Jesus, now we won't go there. We won't go there, I don't believe, because my time is continually winding out. Uh, but now Jesus, in the book of Matthew, chapter 22 and 20 and verse 29, he said, "Ye do error, not knowing. He said, you're mistake. Now, this is Jesus now. If you don't believe me, because people don't think Jesus said any tough things. People think he said all nice and loving things. But Jesus talked to a group of people. He said, this is your problem. And I'm putting that in my terms. He said, this is your problem. He said, ye do error. Now, this is his, his exact words. Go and read it. Matthew 22 and 29. Ye do error, not knowing the scriptures. He said, neither the power of God. You don't even know the power of God. It, my God, this is the world we're living in. The power of God, because we don't know the scriptures. Because we don't know this book. We don't really know just how incredible God is. I want to look at a few things. I want to look at a few things because... Um, I'm just... We're more focused on philosophy. We're focused on science. And these are good things now. We're focused on uh, celebrities and and so many people. What they say opposed to what this. That's where our mistakes happen. So I want to run over to the book of Revelation now. Revelation. Chapter nine. Now we started in verse twenty-two, but I want to go back to Revelation chapter nine. We'll start here at verse two. Now I mentioned it earlier. There are a lot of things going on in this world. A lot of things, things that uh, many of us. Seen before, we've never heard of these things before. And I truly feel that God is trying to get us to focus more on this book because we are running out of time. Every day that passes, we're getting closer and closer to this place. I know we're so caught up and focused on whatever we're working on, our job. Um, um, whatever goals it is that we have, um, raising, uh, starting families and starting careers, starting, starting, just trying to live. It's a journey all in itself. But there's so much happening around us. And so I want to get into a few things because I want you to know what's in this book so that you can see the power in chapter nine. Let's pick it up at verse two, man.
0: And he opened the bottomless pit, mm-hmm. and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. My God. Mm-hmm. And the sun and the air were darkened by the smoke of the pit. Now, this is
1: relevant. For our time, because not that long ago, see, look it up. You, use your phones and, and, and tablets and all these things, computer, use these things to find out what's going on in the world so that we can truly understand what we're even reading. See, this book, you know, there's a saying that history repeats itself. That's true, a lot of things do repeat. But now a lot of things also foreshadow. A lot of things that happen are things showing you a small image of what is to come. See, read this one more time for us, Mill. Read, read verse 2, Revelation 9 and verse 2. See, this.
0: I want you guys to see this. Read verse 2 for us, Mill. And he opened the bottomless pit. And there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Now,
1: think about something that's going to take place in the future. God opening the bottomless pit, which is hell. It has no bottom. It's endless. See, people know about. Bottomless, when people start talking about drinking alcohol, they know all about them. They can get free refill. Look, I want you to know, hell, the bottomless pit look, is unlimited. There's so much space in there. But now, I'm not trying to focus on that right now. But what I do want you to your attention on, notice the smoke that came up. And notice the smoke. He opened the bottomless pit and arose a smoke, my God, out of the pit as the smoke of a great. Think about what has happened even over the last few weeks. Look at the wildfires that have touched down in Canada. Look at the wildfires. Look at the smoke. That has infiltrated, moved from Canada, to U.S., New York, Wisconsin, all of these 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 northern states. Look at the fire. Look if you have not seen it, look up an image on your phone. Look up the orange atmosphere. Look up the orange blaze uh, that, that was. Look it up. See this is. What we're dealing with here in Revelation is going to be even worse. My God, the Bible said the sun was even darkened. Couldn't even see the sun anymore. You talk about smoke. That's what fire causes smoke. That's what's in the bottomless pit. Fire. This God is trying to show us things. He It's it's God who allowed smoke, these fires. He allowed this to foreshadow. It's coming a day where this book declares the entire world will be burned. The entire, not just fires in Canada, some wildfires out in California, not just. A specific part of the world. He said this entire place. It'll be melted with a fervent heat. But there's no fire department that will be able to put it out. We can't even control the water. There's no fire department that will be able to control this. See, this is what we're headed to. I'm I'm telling people this so we can know. So that we can make preparations to avoid this. See, there are some dangerous things headed for us. See, the more that you understand, the better you can help yourself. But we have to get, in this book, read for us, because there's more. Let's see what happened here.
0: And there came out the smoke. Oh, and there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. Yes, hold on right there. There came, out of the
1: smoke, a creature locust. you know I, I, I've been looking at I've been looking at some things going on around the world. and you know now I didn't know all of this. I, I began to uh, just how God allows infestations to take place. You know, back in the book of Genesis chapter one verse twenty six, see what my time is. I don't don't want to go over there. But now, in the book of Genesis 1 and 26, God gives dominion to man, mankind, over the beasts of the field, over all of the animals. And you know, I believe it's the last thing in that verse. My Lord, he gave man dominion the things that creep, the creeping things, things that walk, the insects, the bugs, the animals, all of these things, the creeping thing. Look, these <laughs> look, there's some insects you can look at. If you look at these things close, you say, man, those are creepy. Those are funny looking. They're strange looking. Look, they've got 15 eyes. <laughs> they've got wings. They've got look, get some creepy. Insect, Go back and look, Genesis 1, 26, God gave man dominion. He said, let them have dominion, letting us do certain things. He's letting us have power over certain things, over the animals, over the bugs. But you know, I began to look at infestation because you know what tends to happen every now and then, God shows us letting you have this dominion because just as quick as he's given us power over these insects, over the animals, over whatever it is, God says, you know what? I can let these things run right over you. God will let them run right over you. You don't believe it. Go back in this book. Now, I don't remember uh, exactly where it was um, Exodus, is Exodus 23. I actually have it. I do have it. Exodus 23 and 28. We will not get it. But God sent and he ran off a group of people, ran off people from their land, things that they had worked hard for. He ran them off with hornets. See, when we start looking at these insects, these, these things that fly, the bees and the hornets and the wasps. The flies. See, God has let us have dominion over these things. But every now and then, I'm, I'm watching God. See, I, I like to observe God. I want to see what he's doing. See, we're watching. Look, people will watch stuff all day long. We'll watch other people. watching other people. Look, if you're trying to take care of your things, I understand that. But a lot of times, we're just watching people to be nosy. We're wanting to see what they're wearing. We're wanting to see what type of shoes they got. We're watching the wrong stuff. Watch God. If you want to watch something or someone. See, I'm watching God and I'm looking at how he ran people off with the horns. He used different bugs. He used uh, different animals. Even though we have, he has let us have dominion over these things. Every now and then God switches it. These things have dominion over you to continually show us we're not as powerful as we think we are. We're not. God can easily switch the roles back. And so now I, I, I've, I've looked at. Uh, like I said, I've looked at infestations. Of so many different things, so many different creatures. Look, you can have rat infestations. And these things will drive you crazy. I'm telling you. They will chew your wires. They will cause fires in people's homes. It doesn't matter how much you spend on a home. You can just finish paying off your mortgage. These rats can eat your wires and cause fires. They cause so much damage and destruction. They'll chew your plumbing up. They'll chew your walls up. They'll chew your refrigerator up. They'll chew whatever it is that's in front of them. And it can become so infested. That you that instead of them leaving is you instead of them. see I know we look at these are some small things. look if you don't believe this, you get on your phone. do some research now right now in in Nevada this. but I thank God he revealed some things to me. He showed me this. All I had to do was be looking. look on your phone. When you get the time after we finish this or whatever the case may be, look up Mormon crickets. They're huge. Mormon crickets. And you will see infestations taking place. You will see God allowing dominion. He's showing us how powerless we really are. The dominion back in Genesis one twenty six, he said, "Let them have dominion." Look, he started naming all these different creatures, all these different animals. Then he got all the way down and talked about the creeping things, the insects, the bugs, the termites, all these different things that none of us like to have in our homes: the fruit flies, the roaches, the all these different bugs we don't like. But you know what? If you're a clean person. It doesn't matter if you try to do everything right. I'm telling you, God has the power to allow out of your own home, out of your own car, out of whatever thing you have. Look up Mormon crickets and see what they did in Nevada. Look at how they flooded the streets. People driving and talking about how... Well, I better let you watch. You cannot overtake things. Let me let me rephrase that. If God allows things to overtake you, there's nothing we can do. Mormon crickets, I, I seen something else. In, uh, these African uh land snails, they get up to eight. Inches long, they're massive snails. Infestations taking place, taking over people's homes. But you, know, they're not just coming in peace, but they're bringing meningitis with them. You don't know what it is. It's a disease in your mouth. You do not want to get. It. And if someone comes into contact with the residue these, they can receive job. Meningi- I, I seen how uh, one lady, they uh, swarmed the lady's house. I believe they picked up nine of them. I mean, they're massive. They're the size of people's fists. God, God, allow the insects. Things that we look at, oh, I can just get rid of that. That's not a big deal will easily allow some of these same things to overtake us. Cause us to go crazy. Cause us to lose our minds. Cause us to not be able to sleep. Cause you to do so. And so my mind went back to the word where he said let them have the mercy. See it's God who's letting us reign over These animals and these bugs and everything else. It's God. Every now and then, God shows us you're not in control here. God's still in control because these animals will run you right out of your own house, your own car. There were so many of those crickets running in the street, and they're actually not even crickets, they're just. There were so many of those things. I mean, you couldn't even see the road, and they're massive. They're not the size. I know many people, if you hear the word cricket, you think the small cricket. Oh, no. Oh, no. They are massive. They're massive. So I'm looking at what's happening. Is this stuff happening right now? I'm not talking about stuff that happened 20 years ago, 40 years, or 100 years ago, 1,000. This is stuff happening right now. The wildfires, the smoke, that stuff just happened. And crickets, um, these snails, these things are happening right now. But you know, God said there's something else that's going to take place. We got to get it really quickly, man. Let's get back to where we were. Out of the smoke came locusts, another creeping thing. You better wake up. God allowing creeping things to take over homes take over roads, take over whatever it is. He's allowing it right now. Every so often, he shows us just a glimpse of what we're headed for.
0: Read for us, man. And unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. God giving power. My God.
1: He's giving power to these locusts, the same way he's giving power to these Mormon crickets, to these snails, to these lantern flies. I don't even mention those. There's other things out there that are swarming lands, that are eating everything in sight, that are reproducing fast, that are causing people, panic. Things will take over your house. Just that fast. And be reproducing at an alarming rate. See, it's God who allows us to have the dominion. But the roles can be reversed, and they will be. So, locusts, these are some creeping things. The same things back in Genesis, he told us we would have dominion over.
0: Now, he's given them some power. Let's read what happened here, Mel. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, mm-hmm. but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. What?
1: These locusts. He said, look, these locusts, their job is not to go and eat grass. They're done with the grass. They're not looking for fruit. They're not looking for vegetables. They're not looking for leftover meat, for, for food that's sat out. They're not looking for any dead creature. Look, he said, these locusts, their job is to hurt every person who is not sealed. seal of God. Now, he told us back in one place, he's given us the Holy Ghost, sealed us with the Holy Ghost. We got to get in this book. I know people get in here and they think these things are so foreign and they don't make sense. Look, just look around you and you'll find this stuff makes sense. Which is right now are taking over homes, roads, everything. Look, I just seen it. There's a place um, where it was, I believe it's in Florida. They're quarantined because of these infestations. Quarantined. Look, we were quarantined, we were thinking about COVID. Because of infestations of creeping things, things so much smaller than a human, yet God's allowed them to reproduce, to swarm an area. And there's hardly anything we can do about it. It's too massive. But what we can do is hope and pray, and try our best to remove these things. See. This is what we're facing. If we get in this book, he said, we'll be blessed. God will help us to overcome these things and even some of them to. If we would get in this book, learn what he says, keep his sayings. So these locusts, they're coming to hurt people. Look at it close. And if there's a person under the sound of my voice. Look, you do not want to be hurt by these.
0: Let's read what, let's read how they are, man. And to them, it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. Hmm. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh the man. Five months. To be tormented
1: for five months. A locust with the tail of a scorpion. Five months. Nine.
0: No. Three, for as men. And in those days shall man, men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them.
1: Now look at this. Look, I know at videos of different things, different infestations taking over different roads, different homes, different environments. Look, I know if I seen as many insects in some of these videos, if I seen that in my own home, any of us would seek to die after five months, look, you wouldn't even make it a good week. And these things are covering up your entire body, crawling over you. Look, this is not something we want. People are going to seek to die. They want to die. But God said, you know what? You can't even die. Look at what we're headed towards. If you don't think God has the power, to keep you alive. You just look at some of them. you just look at how sometimes people get shot in the head. Don't die. You just look at some of the miracles that God has performed and kept people alive. Look, listen to some of the stories where doctors have thought that certain people would be dead because and because of how sick they were, but God says, not that person's time. And God has kept them alive. So if you see all these instances leading up to this moment right here, where God says, you know what? None of them are going to die. He's been doing it here and there with different people, showing his. See, you'll see these things if you get into the word. If you start looking for the right things, not what color shirt someone was wearing. Not not that. If you start looking, see what God is doing. So now for five months, he said, these people will not be able to die. They'll seek to die. They want to. Sometimes people want to die and they go and take pills and they go and commit suicide and do whatever the case may be. But he said during this time, five months here, say you will not be able to die. This is a terrible situation. This is a terrible situation, but you don't have to endure this. If you're one of the people who keep what God says and you actually do it, meditate on his word day and night, you do not have to, read for us, man, I got to finish this up.
0: And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses, prepared unto battle. Mm -hmm. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold. And their faces were as the faces of men. Mm -hmm. And the hair of women. And their teeth were as the teeth of lions. Mm -hmm. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto and there were stings in their tails and their power power was to hurt men five months. Now look, these creatures
1: can run. They can fly. They've got the face of a man, the hair of a woman. That means long hair. They've got the tail. They got a breastplate. Look, they've got armor. We don't want to be up against this. You talk about an infestation. You talk about something. You talk about devastation. He told us in one place, men's hearts shall fail them. That's because we're seeing what's happening in the world. I'm telling you tonight. There's things happening all around the world. You might say, well, it's not happening to me and it doesn't bother me. But just know it very well can. It very well can. Oh, according to the will of God. So I'm I praying, I hope that we would follow God and let's learn something. We wasted a lot of time in our lives, but now. If you fail to learn these things in this book, there's going to come a day where you wish you had learned so that you could have prepared yourself to avoid this. That's what this is. Look, this is joy in the midst of a storm. These are some scary things. But you don't have to go through this if you follow. You don't have to go through this. So God bless you guys. At this time, I will turn it back into the hands of heaven. Let's get in this book. Let's stay in it day and night.
0: God bless you. Thank you, Minister Banks. Uh, definitely was a powerful lesson that somebody commented. And speaking of the comments, uh, we have a few of them. Um, Rosie says, praise the Lord, you all. Um, praise the Lord. Saints. Kiara also says, praise the Lord. Um, Kim says, praise the Lord to all. And she also says, watch and pray, my Lord. And powerful lesson, which indeed it is, um, but we need to focus our attention on this book. Um, as Tony said, we've wasted a lot of time, many things in our lives and we focus on this and we focus on that. We want to study this planet, study this thing and study that thing. And that's, you know, nothing's wrong with that. Um, but it shouldn't. we shouldn't allow it to overshadow God. Um, I, there's been this big story going on this past week of, um, billionaires, I think. Um they're all they all had a lot of money. They got into this submarine trying to go down and actually see the Titanic. And um they went missing for a few days. And just today, um a couple of hours ago, they found some debris from that submarine and they have not found it all presumed to be dead. And why are we trying to go down and, and see the the Titanic, you know? I'm not saying every single thing we put our attention to that's not God will end up like that, but it just goes to show of what could happen. It just goes to show talking about being powerless um we definitely are powerless in a little peel underwater. you know a lot of people don't know water pressure it it can get great, you know it's just like me setting my hand on something. The deeper you go in water, the more that water is on top of you. And there's so many things that sounded wrong with this, yet their attention was, oh man, I got to go see this Titanic. I got to see it in person. You know, I like swimming, but you'll never catch me willingly going that deep into the water. And another instance of being powerless, um, I've Told the story on here a couple of times. I was on the way back to Oxford with my wife. It was broad daylight, but uh, we went We ran into a real bad storm. It got so bad that we couldn't see out of all of the windows in the car. It was just white. Then going off said, Seek shelter immediately. So, and in that moment, what can you do? Where can you go? We, we don't stand a chance against a tornado. We don't stand a chance against the devil without God's protection. So that's all that I have. Um, meditate on the word day in and day and day out so that we can do the things that are found within. We just have to diligently seek God and see what he has for us to do. So um, thank you to all of our commenters. I see we don't have any more. We have Rosie, Cynthia, Kiara, and so much for tuning in. And as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There is reason to be joyful every single storm. The Lord blesses and says the same. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with yet another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign $JOYSTORM12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always.